our segment of the pre-pre-game show, we're going to talk about why Labor Day has been so important to so many of us here in the Golden Horseshoe. We have assembled a cast of characters to talk about why this is such a big deal. And all of these people that you're going to hear from are people that have experienced this game from the closest of range, and that's, of course, right on the football field. So we're going to bring in someone that, again, has been part of the Tiger Cats. I think three stints, I think, is really when you look back to it, 1985 to 1990, he was the assistant coach of the Hamilton Tiger Cats. 1994 to 97, running that own line, that uh, those hogs, they were something else back in the day, then came back in a little guest appearance in 2006 to get the Tiger Cats offensive line in gear. You know him very well. His name's John Salamandas. John, thank you so much for joining us. Bubba, I'm so pleased to be here. You know, you talk about uh, Labor Day. When I first came into the league, Ted Schmitz uh, was our defensive line coach, and he took me under his wing. And one of the first things he talked about was Labor Day. Now, it was nine games away or eight games away at that time, but he was first to talk to me about Labor Day. And, and really, this is the game, as I said earlier, that you need to be here for from a fan standpoint. But I think from a player standpoint, you better show up. Oh, th this is this is undoubtedly the uh, game of the year. You know, there, there's always been the rivalry between Toronto and Hamilton. You know, uh, the the Toronto people that uh, sip their tea and, and have their little finger out versus the uh, the Hamilton crowd that pulls their lunch bucket out and drinks their coffee out of a tin cup. And, and I think that is really important. And I think you get a little bit out in the West game as well, too, in Alberta, that the Edmonton people feel like they're the blue-collar, hard-working hard folks, and that Calgary, they, oh, they hosted the Olympics. And I think we get very much that feeling right here. And it's amazing that you can get this kind of feeling and this kind of rivalry out of two football teams and two communities that are really linked together in so many ways. Yes, they are, Bubba. And, and you go back and you think about how uh, all of this comes about, and it comes about through those years of the of the 60s and the 70s when the Moscas and uh, the Henleys and the Zugers and Ellison Kelly, Don Southern, uh, Bernie Filoni, Bernie Custis, those were guys that had to work in order to play football. They played football part of the time and they worked part of the time to make their money. And a lot of them worked in those steel mills that we see when we look out to the north of this stadium. So they passed on the idea from the locker room from the 70s to the 80s. And when you look at the 80s and you see the same uh, type uh, player, you know, the Di Pietros, the Gorells, the Zambiazis, the Covingtons, uh, the Dave Soves, the Mike Walker, who's going to go in the Hall of Fame this year uh, on those teams. They talked about it in the locker room. One of the first things you, you learned when you came in and you made the team was what Labor Day was all about. And Labor Day is, to these players, is a community affair. You do not want to let this community down. Therefore, you will play on Labor Day, sometimes even above what is your normal ability to play. And this is the 50th meeting between these two clubs on Labor Day. Of course, we had some experiences where the 
I don't know what the CFL was thinking. <laughs> I think I can fair to say that. I think the community thought that, where they played the BC Lions and, of course, the Montreal Alouettes. But I thought it really interesting. You, you come in from here, North Adams, Massachusetts, you right? And many of the players that you just named out that were talking about the importance of Labor Day, they're not from here. They were from many parts in the States, yet they learned how important this was to the community. Not only did they learn it, but so many of them stayed here after their playing days in Canada, myself included, my family included. We became Canadian citizens, uh, not because of Labor Day, but because of the love for this community. This is my 37th year in association with the Tiger Cats. And I, and I really think the fans out there that are listening to us right now understand the, the community uh, with the Tiger Cats, the connections that they have with all of the players. David Sovey, right here in this community, a great entrepreneur, doing great work uh, in this community, and so many other guys that stayed in the area. Miles Gorell's still here. Of course, Di Pietro came down from up in, in the north part of the uh, Sudbury area to, uh, to play here and stay here and, and coach here. Jason Riley, who came from the west coast, has been in this community now and has played his years, 10 or 11 years in the league for the Hamilton Tiger Cats, coached in Burlington, coached at McMaster, still live in the community. And I, and I love it, and I know sometimes uh, in, in my travels or talking to former Tiger Cats, the ones that did go back home, uh, well, I'll say a Joe Montfort, and it is amazing to me the smile that comes to their face when I talk about Labor Day to them and I talk about their Hamilton Tiger Cat experience. Yeah, when you saw Joe Momford bounce into the stadium a couple of years ago when he was being inducted uh, into the hall uh, and, and the, the joy he had to come here from Georgia and, and enjoy this community once again and, and live and relive some of the great moments. I think that's interesting that you say that because, I mean, let's be honest about the Tiger Cats. They've had some years that were outstanding, but there's also been some lean years yet. But so many of those players become heroes to people in this community. Yeah, I, Individual I think, players. I think you're right. I, I, I look back and I think of a Lee Knight, oh, uh, who's yeah. an OPP uh, training officer right now, that came through the junior ranks in Burlington to make the Tiger Cat organization. Ernie Schremeyer that, that came back here from Purdue, who still is in this community and still uh, is active in what goes on here. I, again, you know, and it's, I think this is going to be special for and a special occasion. We can't hide the fact here that this didn't happen last year. I mean, I felt a pit in my army. I mean, you. I think we had the coronavirus issue that's been going on for haunting us for the last couple of years, and we knew that it was a struggle to get the CFL season going. But I think for me personally, it really hit me that there was no CFL season last year when there was no Labor Day. Yeah, and I, I think you you understood it very very well, having been through the COVID uh, yourself, yep. and, and the loss that you feel. I mean, when we came into the stadium this morning at, at uh, what, 9.30, 10.30, the, the uh, Labor Day crowd was already in, in full swing. It's so true, folks. And you folks. know what I mean. <laughs> it really is. It's incredible. Like, people parking on people. Like, I mean, 
there's nowhere like this. I mean, I know that, you know, that maybe there was some criticism in the city of Hamilton that when they did Tim Horton's field, where Iverwin, you know, stadium was and basically turned it 90 degrees, the thought was, why would you erect another stadium that didn't have 10,000 parking yeah. spots, that it's in the same community. But all you need to do is come in to this community and see why they why they did it. Yeah, you mentioned, you mentioned Iverwin, and, and you remember the years in which the buses from Toronto had to come down Balsam Avenue and park right in front of those steel gates that were closed and walk into the stadium for the first time and they were in awe because they entered a locker room that was divided by three or four petitions yes. that had maybe two shower heads <laughs> that had a gallon of water in them each for, for the hot water. It, and yet, you know, they came in here thinking they were going into a huge, beautiful place. And it was not that. But it was home to the Tiger Cats. Well, you know what? I have you, and I can finally, after years and years of chatting with you and chatting with you live on television and, of course, here on radio, I'm going to nail you down to this. One of the biggest complaints from the visiting team on Labor Day, and maybe, in fact, any visiting team on any game at Iverwind Stadium, was the lack of hot water. Was that something that was organized by the Tiger Cats? We had no control <laughs> over what happened in their locker room, but we did laugh about it uh, from time to time. It was. It was a bedtime shock for many of the players coming over to the stadium to have a look at what was going on at the stadium. And, you know, again, Tim Hortons Field, a wonderful organization that we've put together here, a beautiful stadium here. But, uh, yes, I mean, I guess many of those memories for you personally were at the old barn. Yeah, there's no question about it. You know, it, 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 the visiting team had to enter under those East stands oh, where all sure. the rowdies were and, and Labor Day fights were normal in that. Then they had to walk right across our own area on the field because you remember the two dugouts were on the same side of the field. So both teams were in proximity to one another, could touch one another. And, and so it made for such a, a, a different view that the Toronto team had uh, when they were in their own stadium thinking about, well, you know, we're going to Iverwind. That, that's got to be a good place. They, even the veterans could not tell them how, how poor their reception was going to be when they got there. And they really did get harassed. I sat in that seat, in those seats, a couple of times. And as much as I wanted to be, you know, a guy that just watched a game, you couldn't get hit. I mean, you think about uh, the Cleveland Browns many years ago. They had the dog pound. That was the dog pound for the Hamilton Tiger Cats, those East stands. Because when those, and I remember a couple of times where there were some ejections in, oh, yeah. in those games. I mean, it, you know, there's always going to be a fight. There's probably going to be one today. I, I'm not trying to entice anything here, but there's going to be some fisticuffs or some uh, flags and penalties. If I remember correctly, I think it might have been the 2004 game. Third all-time for most penalty yards for over 400 yards worth of penalties. So the battle is intense. The crowd is on, on edge. And yes, when you are one of those visiting players, you know, coming in contact with the Tiger Cat fans, they were going to let you know. Oh, did they ever let them know? You know, in, in Iverwind Stadium, we were talking about it. We were so close to the fans as players. I mean, we could literally reach across the dugout and touch the, player, the fans that were behind that. And some of the things that came out of those stands were so abusive and, and so personal. 
you know that that and and if a player ever turned around and and said something to that crowd he was in trouble the rest of the game and i think you translate that to right here to the stadium the fine stadium that we're at here on a beautiful day here in steel town that's what home fa- home adv- home field advantage is all about yeah and and you know the caretaker hates the words uh that the fans will use invariably in this game mm-hmm. the uh argos whatever and and uh, the caretaker is right in saying he doesn't like that but the fans will say it, I promise you. <laughs> you can't help it. Folks, we're going to take a short break here on the Tiger Cats pre-pre-game show. We are talking to Coach John Salavanis, reminiscing on some of the special days of Labor Day and some of the special moments. And when we return, Coach John Salavanis is going to tell us about the actual Labor Day game that stays close to his heart. Short break, and we'll be right back. Welcome back here, folks, to pre-pre-game show on the Tiger Cats Audio Network, reminiscing about some of the Labor Day games of the past and a special guest here, Coach John Salavantis, a contributor here on the All Access Network and on the TigerCats.ca to break down games. You'll hear much from him previous to the game and, of course, after the game. But right now we're talking about some of the games that really was close to close to his heart. And I know, Coach, that, they, again, this is a special day for you, but there's one game that sticks out more than the rest. Yeah, there is, Bubba, and that was the 91 season. If you remember, and in order to understand it, you have to go back to the 89 Grey Cup where John Gregory led the Saskatchewan uh, Rough Riders against the Hamilton Tiger Cats in the Sky Dome. Uh, it was called the Sky Dome at that time. Uh, they they uh, won that football game. And ironically, both Coach Bruno from Hamilton and Coach Gregory from Saskatchewan were fired after that season. So the 91 season, Toronto is loaded. I mean, they're loaded for bear. That's the Wayne Gretzky, John Candy ownership, uh, Mike McCarthy in in the general manager's role, uh, the uh, Rocket Ismail, uh, Pinball Clemens. uh, We're all involved in in that game. And they came into Hamilton. Hamilton from the 90 season to the 91 season was on an 11-game losing streak. And yet they came in here thinking they were going to run away with it. And the underdog Tiger Cats behind the two guys we mentioned earlier, Lee Knight and Ernie Schramar, ran them into the ground for a 48-24 victory. And, And I never forgot that game because it was two Canadian running backs, fullbacks, if you will, that won that football game for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. They went on and only won two games after that. With it didn't matter, John though. Gregory, but it didn't <laughs> matter. It didn't matter at all, Bob. I love it. That's meat and potatoes kind of football, meat and potatoes kind of guy here, Coach John Salavanis. Thank you so much for joining us. Those were great memories, of course, and I know that a lot of our listeners right now are thinking back to those days, and hopefully that gets them all pumped up for our big game today. Well, Thanks for Bubba, joining us. Thank you for having me. Appreciate hey. it.